think it's stuff like this that gives me trust issues. Trust issues. Welcome to the Trust Issues Podcast. We have trust issues with the traditional society dictated path, with the status quo, with the whole get an education, land a job, and work tirelessly until you're six feet under. It's time to upgrade your life with the help of us. I'm Erica. And I'm Kyle Auckland. We're a husband and wife duo, but we're also entrepreneurs, biohackers, and business builders. Every week, we're dedicated to having purposeful conversations with each other and leading experts on topics like wellness, relationships, and entrepreneurship. Subscribe to Trust Issues Podcast if you're looking for bold topics, honest dialogue, and valuable lessons. Welcome back to another episode of the Trust Issues Podcast. Today, you've got just me. I'm doing a little solo run today. Kyle, he left me, you know, he's gone. He, he packed his bags. So I'm just kidding. He, um, he's letting me do this episode, not letting me, but I'm doing this episode because I feel like this is so my lane in terms of what I'm passionate about. And I've spent really the last decade telling stories online, creating content online. And I want to help you if you're a content creator. So if you're a content creator and you're struggling with getting more eyeballs on your stuff or you feel like you are posting but people don't care, you're getting crickets, you might just be lacking in the storytelling department, in the compelling department. And I want to help you really nail this. So we've all heard the saying, stories sell, facts tell. And it's true. It's a powerful statement that really encapsulates the essence of communication. And, you know, it's why we go to the movie theater or watch on Netflix the same story over and over and over again. We love story. We see ourselves in other people's stories. And if you're not storytelling in your content, you're definitely missing out because you could be reaching so many more people. And I think that this is an area for every content creator to really get good at. And it's also a way for you to reach people and where they're at and how you can help them. So today's episode, we're going to uncover the four ingredients that you may be missing in your content that's hindering your ability to connect with your audience and ultimately make sales. Because at the end of the day, if you are a content creator, you're probably trying to sell something. Uh, maybe it's affiliate links. Maybe you have a digital product. Maybe you're a coach. Whatever it is, telling stories is really going to help you take it up a notch. So whether you're a seasoned marketer, you're a brand new entrepreneur, or you're aspiring, or you're someone who just wants to get really good at compelling content and communication, this episode is for you. I'm going to give you strategies. I'm going to give you tactics. And it might just blow your mind a little bit. So let's dive in. All right. So there are four reasons why I think your content probably isn't converting. And let's dive into number one. Number one, it's probably because people don't even know what you do. They're like, who are you? What do you do? Maybe you just have a, kind of a willy-nilly posting strategy or just posting whatever to post, and you don't have real tactic and strategy behind that. So one of the biggest reasons that your content isn't converting is possibly because your audience doesn't understand what your business or your brand is all about. If you're messaging is lacking clarity, if you're failing to communicate the true value that you present or how you solve someone's problem effectively, your customers are going to struggle to understand why they should buy from you and why you can help them. So it's really crucial to be able to articulate who you are, what you do, and how your products or your services can benefit your audience. So really by providing a clear and concise explanation of your value, you can eliminate confusion and increase the chances of converting prospects into customers. So one of my favorite things to do is to sit back and when I say, okay, who am I really speaking to? 
who is, who is the person that is actually on the other side of the camera or other side of the screen and is watching me and is consuming my content? Where are they at right now? What do they need to hear? What message do they need to hear in order to feel compelled, not even just to buy from me, but maybe to talk to me, maybe to comment below or send me a DM to get into my conversation bubble so that we can figure out if working together is the right fit. But in order to do that, I need to pull back. You need to pull back as a creator. I need to figure out really what is the framework of your story that you are telling. So I didn't invent this. This is from the Donald Miller. If you don't know Donald Miller is, you need to go right now, order his book, go on Amazon. We will link it in the show notes, okay? Building a Story Brand is my personal favorite, but he also has some other books. He also wrote Business Made Simple and Marketing Made Simple. So go check out those books. We will link them for you. But he has a framework that he has put together on how to tell your story. So if you have no idea how to tell your story, you have no idea how to make it compelling, you need to do a couple of these things. And I have them listed out for you. So number one, you need to identify who is your customer. He says, this is the character in the story that you're telling. Ideally, the story is actually not about you. It's actually about the customer and the journey that you're going to take them on. So who is this person? And I like to think about this whenever I'm thinking about who I'm serving. I'm not necessarily thinking, what color is their hair? I'm not thinking, what car do they drive? Where do they live? I'm really thinking about the problem that they have. I'm thinking about the thing that keeps them up at night, the thing that is that is stressing them out, the problem that they, if they had a magic wand that they would wave to fix and to eliminate, that's who I'm thinking of. And that's what he says next is you need to figure out what is their biggest problem. So this is the problem that you, as the content creator, whatever your role in business is, that you are solving. If you're in fitness, what is the exact problem that you solve for your customers? Maybe you help them with balancing hormones while also building muscle. I don't know. Maybe you are the artist and you create beautiful art for people and you do it at a really great price for people who want beautiful pieces in their home, but they don't want to spend a ton of money. I don't know. Whatever the problem is, you need to identify that and be super specific. And then in this journey, your customer, the character, they meet the guide. And you are the guide. You are the business owner. You are the brand. You are the guide on this journey. So you are actually making your customer the hero and you are the guide. So I like to think about the story of Star Wars. You know, you have Yoda, you have Luke Skywalker, total nerd alert. But like growing up, me and my brother watched every single Star Wars movie probably 1,000 times. And that is such a great example. Even if you're not a Star Wars fan, it's a great example of really good storytelling. And when you become like this marketer, I say put your marketing glasses on. When you become this marketer who's attentive and you're observing and you're seeing how people are telling stories, you're seeing how movies are telling stories, you'll start to like see a very common theme. And in the movie of Star Wars, Luke is the character, right? He's the character. He's going on this quest. He's trying to figure out who he is, doesn't know who his father is. And then Yoda is his guide. He's going to train him up to be, you know, a Jedi, right? So this is the story. And so I want you to think about the role that you play as the guide for your customer. How are you guiding them? What makes your solution even better than what other people do? And that's the next step in the framework. Who gives them a plan? You are the one who gives them a plan and a solution to fix the problem that they have. And then you call them to action. So this is when you start saying, okay, I can help you. I can solve your problem. You want that fitness program? This is what I got for you and this is exactly how it's going to solve your problem. You want that piece of art? Great. I'm going to hook you up with this beautiful piece of art, exactly what you wanted. Whatever. Insert your business in here because this is where they start to go after they've already identified the problem. But I want to pull back for a second because 
your people aren't thinking about the solution before they're thinking about the problem. And a lot of people are marketing backwards. You're thinking, I need to talk about my product all day long. I need to tell them why my product's so great. I need to say that they need to buy it. Here's the link. And then you get crickets. Nothing's converting. Why? Because you're not talking to them with where they're at. Next is, next step in the framework is that they end in success. They purchased from you. They worked from you. They have transformation, whatever that looks like. And then also as the guide, you help them avoid future failure. And that is where you really explain like what would happen if they didn't buy from you? And what would that look like if they didn't change where they're at? You know, if the client who is thinking about hiring a personal trainer, where are they going to be if they don't hire you as their trainer in a year from now? Probably in the same place, feeling low energy, not happy in their clothes. Talking about those things in your content is going to help you convert. So that's the framework by Donald Miller. You can literally go Google it and say, type in the seven step. We'll also link that in the show notes. But this is a really great starting place for you to start figuring out how to tell your story online. But before I dive into point number two, I really want to tell you how I think this translates to social media content. You know, because you're not going to tell this exact story every time you post a reel. You're not going to tell this story every time you post um, in your Instagram stories, right? You're not going to say, hi, are you this person? It's going to be snippets. But what I want you to do is I want you to get really good at the first half of this framework of really identifying who your customer is, speaking to their problem, and really introducing your business. The other stuff can come later, but I want you to get really good at this. And there's something that's really powerful too when it comes to social media content, and that's actually posting counterintuitive content. So I have a reel that I just posted, and in that reel, I said, you know, I don't want to be a girl boss. I want to be a soft boss. I want to be a present mom. I want to be in my slow living era. That's a little counterintuitive, but what it does is it speaks to exactly who my ideal customer is, my ideal client is, and exactly the pain point that she has, that she wants to work for herself. She wants to have the freedom to create, to make an income, to have have all the flexibility in the world, but she doesn't want to do it at the expense of her family and her freedom and the, the things that she wants to do that brings her most joy, being with her people. So I want you to explore also, how can you tell your story in counterintuitive ways? How can you say things that are a little controversial? And how can you make it a little juicy? So that's really going to stop people in their tracks. That's point number one. Let's go into number two. Number two is you're inconsistent. Listen, people love consistency when it comes to social media. When it comes to consuming content from a creator, they want to know that you're dependable. So if you post one day and you ghost for five and then you come back and you're wondering why your content isn't landing, why your views are low, why no one's commenting, it's because you're inconsistent. You really need to be super consistent. And I can say in the last decade of my life, I don't think I've gone more than a week without posting a new video. I mean, social media has changed so much over the last years. And now it's reels and it's short form video and different types of content. But I've been there every single day. I mean, I'll take a you know digital detox day for myself. And that's healthy and that's good. But at the end of the day, social media is a business. It's part of my business. It's part of one of the biggest parts of your marketing channel. So if you are inconsistent, then you're really cannibalizing your own business and your own sales. Really what you need to know is that if you're inconsistent with your content creation and the distribution, you're not building the trust. And if people are going to buy from you, they need to know you, they need to like you, but most importantly, they need to trust you. And they need to trust that the money that they're going to give to you, whatever the product is, is going to be worth it. But if you're inconsistent on the front end, what's it going to be like on the back end? 
you know, and I think about like dating, you know, I haven't really dated anyone in a long time. Kyle and I have been together for eons, almost 20 years, which is crazy. But I think like, okay, I'm putting my, my, myself in the shoes of someone who's out there dating, you know, and if I'm on a first date, second date, third date, fourth date, even if you're picking up some red flags, you know, like he shows up super late. Um, he's rude to the waiter. Or he, you know, wants to split the bill. No, he should cover the bill, ladies, okay? <laughs> you know your worth. But seriously, if you're getting these red flags, like, why are you going to marry him? Well, hopefully you don't. But, you know, this is the same thing when it comes to social media content. If you're putting out the red flags, why do you think people don't want to buy from you? Because there's going to be somebody else who does it better than you. There's going to be someone else who's more consistent than you. And I'm not trying to put scarcity on you, but what I'm trying to tell you is that if you want to make sales, if you want your content to convert, you need to deliver a really good product on the front end because then your customers and your audience are going to know that the back end is going to be solid. So just putting that out there. So deliver the value, be really consistent. If you're struggling with being consistent, it might be because you need a plan. And we actually did an episode. It's episode 14. It's sales mini series episode two. And we are literally giving you our content social media plan. So if you're like, I have no idea where to start when it comes to batching, when it comes to figuring out what my content pillars are. We've got you. Go back to episode 14. We'll link it in the show notes. You got to go listen to it. It's freaking good. But that is going to be something that's going to help you prepare ahead of time. You know, if you don't have a plan, if you're if you're just throwing things up and just working off of inspiration, guess what? 95% of the time you don't feel inspired. So you're not going to be consistent. So get a plan in place. Go listen to that episode. Get a plan in place and work on your consistency because I promise you it's going to pay off. All right. Point number three, your content isn't compelling. So when I say compelling, I mean having a clear message, having consistent delivery, really cutting through the noise and speaking directly to your audience, captivating them. Story is going to do that, but also being really bold with your content and the words that you write. This is where copywriting is going to come into play, writing some hooks. If you don't know what a hook is, a hook is basically a sentence, one sentence. You can use it as a caption for your video. You can use it as an email subject line. You can use it for a post, the first line of your post. A hook is going to grab people and it's going to pique their curiosity. It's going to make them say, wait, I I need to know more. Like, what what is she talking about? You don't give it all away in the first sentence. You draw them and you pull them in with a hook. If you don't know how to write a hook, I've got you. I've actually created a list of 50 really, really juicy hooks that you can use for any place in your social media. Whether you're filming a video, whether you're writing something, you've got to listen to the end, though, of this episode, and I will tell you how to get it. But this is going to be so key for you to captivate people and keep them engaged. If you know anything about social media, you know that we have a short attention span. You know that people are scrolling so quickly and you've really got about three seconds to catch their attention. And in those first three seconds, what you say, how you make them feel, the curiosity that you spark in them, the interest that you spark in them is going to determine whether they want to keep watching. So this is going to be super important for you. If your content feels dry, it feels uninspiring or overly promotional, it's not going to engage your audience on a deeper level. So to create content that is compelling, you need to understand your target audience. So go back to the beginning of this episode. We already talked about that. What is the pain point that they have? What are their desires? What are their aspirations? You're crafting your content. You're crafting your narratives around those things. I see so many times content that's not compelling because it's always about the person. 
You're always talking about yourself. You're not really like making it shareable content, something that's universal that other people can understand or they can feel or they can tap into. That's something that I want you to consider if your content isn't converting. Are you just talking all about yourself and you're not putting yourself in the shoes of your ideal customer or client? This is going to fix that problem. All right. Point number four is that you talk about what you're selling and not how you solve problems. So what is it that you sell? Are you selling a digital course? Are you selling a product? Are you selling a service? What do you sell? Are you only talking about that thing? Or are you talking about how it serves people and how it helps them? So something that I love um, that I, I read that I was like scrolling the other day on IG and I was reading just as we do scrolling. I was reading. I was consuming. And I saw someone say this and I thought, oh, this is so freaking brilliant. Sell the sizzle, not the steak. Some people are trying to sell the steak. They're trying to sell like this. You know, this is the offer that I have for you. Do you want to buy it? It's forty nine ninety nine. Instead of saying the sizzle, like it's juicy, it's going to, it's delicious, like it's going to make you feel energized, like that's the sizzle. It's the benefit for the customer or the client. If you're struggling with what your sizzle is, what you need to do is you need to get a blank piece of paper out and you need to write as if you were describing, don't even say the name, don't say what it is that you're selling, but just write out as if you're describing your product or your service. You're convincing someone, you know, in this piece of paper, you're convincing them why it's so good, it's so irresistible, why they need it, just through describing it. This is going to help you really get your wheels turning around why what you offer is so good and why they shouldn't say no to it. So while it's important for you to showcase your offer, obviously, and tell people about what your your programs are or, you know, what the discounts are that you're running, if that's what you're focused on primarily, you're going to miss people because it sounds just like everybody else. So by shifting your focus from your features and the specifications to actually addressing your pain points that your audience has and demonstrating the solutions that you're providing, you're going to be able to create content that speaks directly to people. And it's not that hard of a sell. And this is what I love about this strategy. I don't, you know, I hear from people all the time, like, I don't like to sell. I'm not a salesperson. I don't want to sell. And I feel you because I don't want to feel that way either. I don't really want to feel like I'm hard selling someone. And I can say that, in the last decade of being a business owner, I don't think I've ever felt that way. I don't think I've ever felt that I was pushing someone to to sell or pushing someone to buy, convincing them that my product was the best. Honestly, so much of it is like a pull instead of a push. And that's what you will find when you focus on this type of strategy, when you're focusing on the benefits, when you're focusing on how it helps you, how it helps others, how it makes you feel. And then another thing to know is, especially as women, we're such emotional buyers. You know, we, we, we're like, we buy things off of emotion, how we know it's going to make us feel, if it's going to solve some type of emotional need that we have. We're definitely that type of a buyer. I mean, how many of us right now have 15 carts full of products or, or clothing or items that maybe you haven't purchased yet, but, you know, it's like, we're almost like feel better even just from filling the cart. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I feel so good sometimes with that little retail therapy. And that's what I want you to think about with your audience and your customers is that they want to feel the pull towards you and your product, but they never want to feel the push because as soon as they feel the push, they're out of there. Bye. It doesn't feel good. So really figure out how you can position your content as valuable and as a problem solver to help people overcome their challenges, to help them feel that emotional need instead of pushing them to buy it. So if you resonated with anything that I shared today on telling your story, on really fixing the problem that you have of your content getting crickets, of your content not landing, I want you to go through this episode and I want you to really figure out, number one, what is your story? Number two, I want you to figure out, 
okay, what is my plan? What is my consistency plan? How am I going to be showing up on a consistent basis so my audience can trust me? They can know me. They can see me pop up in their newsfeed every single day. How can I write something that's compelling? How can I write something that really speaks to people on a deeper level? And the final thing is, how can I talk about the benefits? How can I showcase that? How can I create a content plan around that? If you do these four things, I promise you, you are going to see a huge shift in your content and you're going to elevate yourself above most online marketers that are in the online space. Thanks so much for listening to this Trust Issues podcast episode. If you loved it, I have something for you behind the scenes. I've been working on a mini course. I've had a lot of requests on how you can work with me or learn more about all the social media content stuff and I've created something for you. If you want to get clear on your brand, if you want to get clear on your content plan, and if you want to start monetizing your platforms now, if you want to turn your content into cash, I have something for you. And we're going to give a special discount only to our podcast listeners. So you're going to head to trustissuespodcast.co forward slash content and you're going to be able to sign up for my mini course. And you're also going to get the 50 hooks that I mentioned earlier. This is the free bonus that comes with the mini course. So go and sign up for it today. 